Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast, where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. If you want to improve your communication so that you have more love and less conflicts, download my app today, Keep the Glow, KTG, wherever you get your apps. And be sure to follow me on social. You can find me at Dr. Wyatt Fisher. How would you like to have an entire day just for your marriage? How would you like to resolve your resentments and rekindle your love? How would you like to learn nine tools on how to move your marriage from surviving to thriving? Well, if you would like to do any of those things, attend my Total Marriage Refresh Conference coming up in Los Angeles, December 3rd. It's a day just for you and your partner to unplug, get away from the craziness of life, and give your marriage undivided attention. And I'll be there with you the entire day. There's six different sessions. And after each session, there's 30 minute breakout times where I walk around, answer your questions, and I'm there for you to support you in your marriage journey. So if you're interested, if you wanna attend the Total Marriage Refresh, be sure to click the link in the description to learn more, and I hope to see you there. So today I'm gonna talk about the power of communication. Communication is a big topic. A lot of couples have issues with communication. And I'm going to talk about an angle to communication that often isn't talked about. And that's why I'm going to talk about it because it's so important. So the first thing I'm going to talk about, number five, we're going to do a countdown backwards, five to one. So the fifth element, the fifth point I'm going to start with is have you learned to shut down in your marriage? A lot of couples, a lot of partners over time learn to not talk about certain topics. They learn not to bring up certain issues. They learn not to express certain needs because they know it's not going to go well. Because in the past when they've brought things up, their partner's gotten upset. Their partner's gotten defensive. Their partner's turned it around and counter-blamed it back on them. They've had a negative experience bringing certain things up, so therefore they learn to shut down. They've learned to not bring it up. They've learned to keep those feelings to themselves. And when you do that over time, you feel like you're in a straitjacket. You feel like you have duct tape over your mouth and you don't even realize it. An analogy you may have heard of is if you put a frog in a pot of water and turn up the heat, that frog will slowly cook to death because as the water gets hotter and hotter, it won't jump out. It just slowly acclimates to the heat. It slowly gets used to the temperature so much so that it dies. And often that's what we do in marriage, in long-term relationships. We get so used to the toxic culture. We get so used to what we can and can't talk about. We get so used to not bringing up our needs that eventually we start to die ourselves. We start to die emotionally. So one example in my marriage of this is that for several years, my wife and I had a really toxic pattern in the bedroom. My wife brought in a lot of sexual trauma from her past and I'm the high libido partner. So whenever I would initiate sexual contact, my wife would get hostile toward me. She would become angry. And that taught me through the years, I should not bring up sexual contact. I can't bring up sexual contact. And that was my narrative. I'm not allowed to initiate sexual contact. So I stopped. I stopped initiating sexual contact in our marriage for years because I had been trained. I I had learned, I had been taught from this dynamic with my wife that it wasn't safe, that that was not allowed that it was not okay for me to bring up sexual contact. So I did not bring it up 
for years in our relationship because I knew what would happen. I knew she would get angry. I knew she would get hostile because me bringing it up reminded her of those who hurt her sexually growing up. So I got conditioned. So that's a good example. I got conditioned and then I lost my voice and then I started to die inside myself because I wasn't being true to who I was. I wasn't tr being true to my needs. I wasn't honoring my voice. And so I started withering away in the marriage. This leads me to number four. Is your request reasonable? Have you learned to give up something? Have you learned to not bring up a topic? Have you learned to just do away with a certain need that you have? You need to first think about, is that a reasonable need? Is it a reasonable request? Is it a reasonable thing that you want to talk about, that you want to address? If it is, then don't lose it. Don't lose your voice. Bring it up. You need to bring it back. But you need to ask yourself that. Is the thing that I have gotten conditioned to not talk about in our relationship, is it a reasonable request? So in my example, it was reasonable. It was very reasonable for me to consider bringing up physical intimacy once a week. That was very reasonable. But I had been conditioned to not bring it up at all to avoid my wife's hostility around the topic. Number three, don't live in fear. What areas are you living in fear with your partner? These are the areas you don't want to bring up. These are the areas you tiptoe around. These are the areas where you're walking on eggshells because you don't want to start a fight. You don't want them to get defensive. But then you're living in fear. And it's never healthy to live in fear, especially if this thing you want to address and bring up is reasonable. Don't live in fear. Don't cower to your partner's reaction like I did for multiple years. It's a horrible experience. You lose yourself. You lose your voice. You lose your needs because you're just catering to your partner's reactions and you're living in fear. Number two, start expressing your request. What is your request? Maybe it's a need that you have. Maybe it's a topic that's never been discussed. Maybe it's a resentment that you really need to work through with your partner. What is your request? What is the topic that you avoid? What is the need that goes unspoken for you? Start making that request. It's time that you start bringing your voice back. It's time that you wake up. It's time that you start becoming vocal because what you feel, what you need, what you desire is legitimate. It's important. You have to articulate it. Do not cower in fear to your partner like I did. And when I started realizing this, it was very powerful. I started realizing I need to speak up. I need to start initiating sexual contact once a week. I need to start bringing my voice back. Why am I enabling my wife? I was enabling this toxic pattern, catering to her avoidance because I didn't want her to become hostile. And that was enabling it. That was not addressing it. That was not confronting this toxic dynamic. It was enabling her to avoid the bedroom is what it was doing. So I st started to eventually bring it up. I started making that request. I started articulating my needs around that topic. And I encourage you to do the same. Start making a request. Start bringing up your needs. Start addressing those topics. Stop walking on eggshells and beating around the bush and avoiding the areas that are most important to you. And that leads me to number one, let your partner get angry. The world is not going to end. Let them get hostile. Let them get defensive. Who cares? Don't cater and cower to the reaction because that puts you in an emotional straitjacket. That's when you start losing yourself. 
So don't be so scared about them getting mad. Don't be so scared about them getting angry. Don't swallow your needs. Don't dismiss your needs just because you're fearing your partner. Because that's what I did for years and years. And so I finally had to face that fear myself of this is going to cause a fight or she's going to get hostile. I know she's going to get angry. I had to do it anyway because otherwise I was suffering and I was losing my voice. So as long as I felt like it was reasonable, what I was bringing up and my request was reasonable, I realized I need to start bringing this up. I need to start bringing up physical intimacy once a week. And if she gets hostile, let her get hostile. And at the time, we were working with a trauma specialist for her trauma. And so I would bring it up once a week and I would let her get hostile. I would not respond. And then I would bring that up with our counselor we were working with at the time. And I let my counselor address it with her instead of me. So maybe that's what you need. Maybe you and your partner need to be working with a marriage therapist or a coach so that you can find your voice. You can start bringing things up. Let your partner get hostile if they want to get hostile. And then you bring that up to the counselor or the coach and let the coach address it. So those are five ways to bring back power in communication. Number five, have you learned to shut down? Number four, is your request reasonable? Number three, don't live in fear. Number two, express your request. And number one, let your partner be angry. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to forward it to one other person today. Also, be sure to sign up for my free masterclass on how to turn around your marriage in four steps. It's free. You're going to enjoy it. The link is in the description. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. If you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up 